A few days ago, we were testing this 620 brake horsepower beast of an F2 car at this circuit with this driver. And for 20 minutes straight, he managed to pump out lap times that were virtually identical. Is he a robot? Of course he isn't. I wanna show you how you can do the same. Race drivers, this is Enzo with the Race Driver Coach Show. Welcome to another episode. Today we're talking about consistency. When it comes to consistency, most of the time I'm talking about off track with your work ethic, with your attitude, your mindset. But today it's the end result, something I don't normally talk about and that's lap time. How you can produce a lap time, and this is really important, right? If you wanna be a race driver, especially if you're doing world endurance, actually anything, you've gotta reach your optimal what that car can do at that particular track and be able to punch it out multiple times. As a race driver, it's your job to be able to do this. So you have the engine, the gearbox, the wheels, they are, tires, not so much actually. Tires are a bit like the driver, they're a bit inconsistent. But everything else on that race car is able to consistently perform. And they're pretty predictable on how they're gonna perform. They're just gonna give their maximum all the time. Whatever the driver asks for, that engine, gearbox, chassis is gonna give them everything it's got. And it's always the same, right, or very similar. For you, as a driver, you're the part of this whole makeup of the car that's the most inconsistent. Some days a driver's good, some days they're bad, sometimes their mindset's not quite in the right place. So they're really inconsistent. And that's so frustrating if you're a race team because you build and you develop and you set up a car to deliver something and it's at the optimal state. Then you put this driver in. You put that person in that seat and you don't know what to expect. That is something that stops a lot of drivers making a career because they are not trustworthy. And as a manufacturer who's hiring drivers as an F1 team, as any other professional team, they need to put in a driver that is consistent. They need to put a driver that is quick, but consistently quick, and they can depend on to bring the car home. And if you can't do that, if that's kind of missing from your artillery right now, then I want you to work on it. And that's what this video is about. I'll give you some tips at the end of how to do that. Now, going back to that test we did last week in the F2 car, if you understand the F2 car, which I think you do, it's a difficult car to drive consistently because it's this big cumbersome car that isn't very dynamic. It's not like the old GP2 was where it's quite nimble and agile. It's not like that. You go in slightly too hot or combine, which means you're pushing the brake and, the, and the, you're turning the wheel at the same time. So you're asking it to do more than one thing at once and you just overstep the mark by a meter. It punishes you. It locks up easy and you don't wanna lock these tires up because they flat spot so easy. Or if you put the power on just a little bit too early, this massive turbo will snap on you and you're fishtailing all the way out the corner. Uh, what else is there? The tires are going off. You think you've sussed it out. You're like, right, I know how to drive this tire. And then all of a sudden you drive exactly the same way. For some reason it doesn't work. So it is a really difficult car to drive consistently. And that's on the lap time, but also in the whole championship. You'll notice that last year especially, and this year it looks like again, at the minute anyway, no one's really running away with it. It's not the kind of championship where you get the same driver win over and over and over again. 
it's because it's so difficult to drive and deliver consistently over the weekends. So that's what you're dealing with, a car that doesn't really help you be consistent, but as a driver, you still need to do it. You still need to do your part. Now, if I take you back to the test last week, look at these lap times that Ollie did. You can see the mid sector here, right? Quite a long sector, 36, over 36 seconds. He was punching out laps for about 11, 12 laps of around 36.3 seconds which is pretty damn impressive, right? Now, if you go to the lap time, this is even more impressive. If you go to the lap time itself, which is a nearly, well, it's a minute and a half, the whole lap, look how close he is for these laps. There's like one, two tenths difference between each, between, you know, the worst and the best lap. And he did this whilst carrying a flat spot. Now, just think how small two tenths of a second is. To help you visually just kind of imagine and see how small two tenths of a second is, take a look at this. That's it. Now, can you imagine driving for like these 11 or so laps over and over again and you're producing lap times that are within that time range? And that's what teams need. That's what your career needs. You need to have that ability to produce lap times if, if possible. The same lap times are very, very similar over and over and over and over again, copy paste. And it's something that you can't ignore. Everybody keeps focusing on being fast, but can you be consistently fast? Your career depends on it. So I wanna share with you some practical things you can do to improve it and to make sure that you improve in that area. Here we go. My number one tip for doing this is to understand the main goal. So for this example, the test last week, if he was going out there on this race run and trying to be as fast as he can, right? Push the tires, maybe experiment with certain corners. And he was worrying about his teammate and what, you know, what the team are thinking if he's not quick enough he would have made mistakes. If you're going out there with that kind of goal in a race, when you know it's a long distance race, and there's a lot of laps we did, right, on them tires, like 27 or so, and you're thinking lap time too much, you are gonna put so much stress on yourself. You're gonna try things at the corners that things just can't be done, right? You're gonna be trying to, breaking too late, getting on that power too much, um, jumping all over the curbs because you're still trying to find time. If you went out with that goal, yeah, you probably would go a bit quicker, but then the tires would degrade and fall off a lot quicker. By lap 10, you'd be done. You'd have to come in and change the tires. So going out there with a goal, in this case, it was like, right, I need to do these 27 laps as fast as possible. So I need to pace myself because the tire will only give me so much love before it starts to fall off, literally. So you need to pace yourself, but you need to drive consistently. That doesn't mean slow. It's still on virtually the limit of the grip that you get in, but you're not overstepping the limit. You're not wheel spinning too much. You're not locking the brakes too much. You're being gentle. You're straight lining the exit just a little bit more than you would, so you're not putting too much lateral load on the acceleration phase for the tire, and you're trying to treat them nice, but you still gotta be quick. That's kind of the goal you're going with. And then you have like sub goals, performance goals of what to do at a certain corner. That's the objective I've got. You know, I'm going to break at this point. I'm going to look up. I'm going to get this kind of apex. And you know that for each corner. So you've got mini goals as well. And as long as you keep your mind and your focus on that in a race run and you forget all the other stuff, you're just keeping in the moment, in the zone, then you can do that. So that basically starts with the goal. You've got to have a goal. What's the objective of this run? And then you keep your mind there for as long as possible. Kind of same with the quality, but the goal's different, right? My second tip is feel what the car is telling you. 
Now the car is always communicating. If in F2, when the tires do degrade so quickly, you start to get a little bit more wheel spin than you would, or you start to lock the front, and you can start to feel that you're losing grip at a certain axle, front, rear, front, left, front, right. But there's, it, you know, there's a tire limit there, and it's coming, it's changing each lap. You've got to feel that in the car. Same when the conditions are changing, right? You're starting to lose grip. It's, it's not ignoring that. You've got to really listen, feel through your backside, feel, feel through the, the wheel, the steering wheel, and everything else laterally, and you're like, okay, the car's now telling me, it's communicating with me that it's not quite happy with me taking this much speed in. So I'm gonna to have to change my tact for this corner. Maybe I prioritize the exit a little bit more. Maybe I change the brake bias so I'm not putting so much stress on it in the braking. Now it's a driver's job. This is where the consistency is really impressive. It's not just hitting the same mark all the time. It's the car's changing. And I'm gonna use the tools within the car to still get that same lap time through this corner the same time, sector time, but I'm gonna change the car and change my braking and, and driving style. So outwardly, when you look at the stopwatch or you look at the live timing, people can't see the difference, but I'm working. Car's talking to me, I'm adjusting as a driver, and in doing that, we'll keep in the, mind, uh, the goal in mind as well still, and I'm producing times, lap times that are very similar. No one knows how hard I'm working or what I'm having to adapt in order to do that, but it's my job as a driver, talking as you now, my job as a driver to be able to do that as part of the skill. My third tip to you if you wanna improve this is to be mentally focused and keep your vision consistent. This is a bit different. If you've got a stable me mindset, mentality, approach, mental approach to what you're doing, and you're not allowing yourself to, you know, to get carried away with emotions or get distracted by other drivers. If you're trying to do a race run and there's a driver in the way uh, and it gets you frustrated because now they're gonna mess up your consistency, it's, it's controlling that, keeping in the same monotone mindset where you're just producing. Virtually no emotion, actually. You're just putting out small fires, metaphorically, with what the car's doing, what it's telling you, and your mindset is present. Again, keeping away about what, from what people think, keeping away from the lap time and making that too much in your head and creating any kind of emotional reaction, chemical reaction in your body. And the mindset is just calm, quiet, and robot-like. And you can help that by what you look at, by the sensory information that you provide the brain. So you're coming towards a corner and you found your rhythm you kind of, I'm looking at where the braking point is, I'm positioning the car. As soon as I'm happy with that, I'm looking into the apex. So you're creating like a habit whilst you're on the go. And as soon as you turn in, you're looking at the exit and you feed the power on. And you keep things very calm, keeping looking at the same points. Because if you start to have your vision go in the mirror too much because the car's catching, or you start to look in the uh, grandstand because you see people that you know in there and you're getting a bit distracted, that's when you can make a mistake and your lap times can go up and down. But if you just keep in the rhythm, looking at the same thing, I approach the corner like this, then I do this, then I do that, and then the next corner, and you're keeping that going, it's pretty much like a, a mental challenge to see how long you can keep that going. So it doesn't come down to your skill so much then, it just comes to down to you being on autopilot. And the best way to do that is to keep doing the same thing mentally and feeding the same information. So it's just, it is copy paste as you're going around. I want you to practice that. So at the next test day, 
and practice all this stuff, by the way, the next test day or in the next race, you start to just feed the same information, talk to yourself in the same way, whether it's you know externally or in your mind, and keep that going. And you watch the driving, mindset calms down, gets focused, which is pretty much the optimal state, feels more confident because it's making these little wins. You know, it's, it's having these little wins and ticking boxes where I do this, I do this. And then before you know it, you're just in the zone, you're in the rhythm. Play with this because that is so important. And the fourth thing, which is what I've said already, but I wanna really hit it home, is to remain emotionally in control. Emotional control is huge when it comes to being consistent. For example, somebody's catching you up, you can see them in the mirror, they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You can, if you want to, feel pressure. You can start to get a bit warmer, hot, hotter, your body core temperature and your physiology all changes, your vision, now you're looking in the mirror more, less ahead, you become more frantic, it starts the whole process and before you know it, you're making mistakes and the whole thing is a nightmare. And, and they just get past because you made a mistake, easy. You just made it easy for them. Yet 10 laps ago, when there was no one in your mirror, you were focused. Where the focus goes, the energy flows. I want you to really practice this because having emotional control and being the person you want to be when you need to be that person is pretty much what it's all about. And that's what being consistent about, that's what's being fast in qualifying when you're in a different mindset for that one. It, it all follows the same path of what you focus on, you get, where you look is the information you get and, and the goal very simple process and structure that foundation that needs to be in place before you go out for whatever session it is you have to set them up right you have to know what you want you have to be in the right mindset you have to feed the information you want uh, that you need but if you start to feed it information that doesn't help it if you start to feel about the lap time too much and you get worried what's going to happen to your driving so emotional control i've left it till the last part even though i've touched upon it all the way through but that and the goal what else is there? So take this, watch this video again, go through these four points, understand, come up with your own little performance plan, you know, development plan of how can I train this? I can jump on the sim and train this if it's online racing. This is why I'd say investing in a simulator is really good because you can work on the mental side, the aspects that we're talking about now. Because going on online racing, it's nearly just as pressureful to be fair. And you can practice this stuff not just in testing and doing the consistent lap times, but performing on demand and being in a race where it's quite frantic, but you're still focused. And then on, in the real world, you go to test days and, and, and race weekends, but make sure you make it a priority to build this stuff. Your career as a race driver depends on you being able to execute when you need to and in the way you want to. To be that person you need to be in quality, to be that person you need to be in the first part of the race and then the second part of the race, you have to create that driver. And it's really down to you to do it. And it's all mental. Whether it's knowledge, that's mental. Whether it's skill-based, that's still mental. You're using the physical, but it's the mental that does it. And whether it's con and also controlling the emotions, that is mental and the focus. It's all mental, right? We're mental. You're mental to be doing this sport in the first place.